Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of 23 First Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Hello, everybody. It is summer. It is summer. Hey, glad you mentioned that. We are, if you hadn't already seen it by the episode length, we're uh, we're starting off a new uh, new format here for the summer to get through the off season. I'm going to call it our summer shorts. Cause you know, oh, there you go. We're, we're going to, we're going to touch on some sports topics, some food topics and keep it brief. Get you through the summer, some sporting podcasting, but get us ready for a uh, football in August. Yeah. A little bit of a palate cleanser. We can reflect on some, tech games past or athletes past or whatnot, but also, you know, like you said, food and sports still have to clash at that goal line sometimes, buddy. So, so we got to get into that too. That's, uh, that's who we are guys. Uh, if you want to follow us on social Twitter handles at 23 personnel for the third podcast, you can follow me Spencer at punts suck two S's there in the middle and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Also on Instagram, 23 Personnel Podcast. And now, guys, on Spotify Green Room. What what is this? What is this Spotify Green Room? Well, you know when we talk about Locker Room. Mm-hmm. Locker Room was bought by Spotify. Ah. So, same great live audio-only sports talk platform. Now, under the Spotify name. Free to download and use. Talk to us, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debate, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. You can share your own experiences on the app. Spotify Green, Green Room is a free audio-only social media platform for us, the sports fan. Join in conversation with me, Michael, and have a chance to be featured on our podcast. We'll be hosting rooms. Chats, shows in the fall as our post-game instant reactions will be there. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app for free in the iOS and Android app stores. Create a profile link here, Twitter, and join the group. Follow us 23 personnel and be notified when we go live. Spotify Green Room. Things are getting real. I've I downloaded the locker room app. I've had it for a while. It was a it was a beta version on Android, and um, it's automatically updated. It's got the new fancy logo, Spotify Green Room logo. So it's uh, it's uh, it's going it's going to be a pretty big deal. It's going to be a big deal. You know what else is a big deal, Michael? What's up? Our sports topic for this week. Ah. We're going to talk about our top three tech game in-person experiences. Michael and I you each had have, to be there. Michael and I each have three games apiece. Uh, I wanted to do one football, one baseball, one basketball. 
Let me tell you, I failed to identify a basketball game. Not that there weren't any great games. Um, it just felt like the biggest games in recent history, basketball history. I just, I wasn't there. I watched them. <laughs> yes. Like I just, I just could not get into the building. It was one of those exclusive events. Yours truly could not get through the door. Um, so I've got two football games and a baseball game. Michael went 100% football. Yeah. That. Yeah. No overlap. Kind of the same deal. Kind of the same deal. I mean, I watched a lot of good basketball. I was not in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. I still, I still add a, a syllable. Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. I still add a syllable in there quite a bit, but I've, I've seen a lot of good basketball and I think I witnessed a couple of good victories over the last few years, but yeah, nothing like the list I have. And of course, one of them, it will be pretty obvious, I'd imagine. And the other two may not be, but to me, they're pretty important. So we'll get into why that is. Yeah, I feel like I've talked about two of my three pretty regularly. Uh, my third one, it was one I had a, a, a struggle identifying. And, and I'll, 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 I'll tell you all why it made the list. Um, but just in general, man... The app, there's nothing like a college sports atmosphere. Correct. Um, postseason MLB baseball can kind of get there for moments. It feels like, um, like I, I, I've been watching a lot of, um, college world series and man, like the game, I, I, I don't even want to like do specifics, but just like the atmosphere is just wild. And there was a video that said, can't wait to see this in the fall. And it was talking about all of the packed houses, like the football stadiums, college uh, game day atmosphere is like, man, I can't wait for that. So that's why one of the games uh, is on my list. Um, I mean, it, it, it was a, a Texas tech victory. Um, I wouldn't say it was a pivotal game, but just one of those <laughs> atmosphere games that was like, like it was just intense. Well, let's hop into remember. it. Yeah. So, um, I will, it, for me, no particular order. Let me start with my first game and it had to be. So this was my freshman year in college, 2007, last game of the season, the regular season, Texas tech is hosting top five ranked. OU. this is a game that Sam Bradford gets knocked out of fairly early. There was a fumble. Uh, on on the, the Sooners fumbled the ball. Red Raiders recovered it. Bradford goes to make the tackle, gets lit up, and misses the rest of the game. Um, their backup was obviously a backup. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you his name. <laughs> Struggled. Um, Graham Harrell, Michael Crabtree did their thing. And it was just a game like I had seen some Texas Tech football before I came to, to Texas tech out to Lubbock. This was like my first big game environment atmosphere that I was actually a part of. Like there was a game a little early in the year uh, that you, you've got listed. that I was not at, um, that also was a fun game to watch. Uh, my first full Texas tech game to watch was actually the, the first game of that season against SMU. That was a lot of fun. Again, I wasn't there, so it didn't make the, the in-game list. But man, that, that game against um, OU, 
was very characteristic of, of, of a lot of tech upsets. Like you got a big lead and then like the other team started to figure it out. We usually like held on for dear life to secure the mm-hmm. victory. This is mm-hmm. kind of what happened. Uh, as a student, I rushed the field. I like to tell. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Uh, so I was coming across the OU sideline to get on the field. Uh, I don't think he did it on purpose, but there was an offensive lineman who was a little upset about the, uh, how the game went, made sure that didn't, he did not move out of my way. So I don't know if I ran into him or if he put his shoulder into me, uh, a pretty good, pretty good collision. I mean, I'm not a small guy. I, I was a little bit lighter, you know, 14 years ago. Uh, this was a college athlete, probably three or four inches taller than me hundred pounds heavier than I was. Um, I still remember that collision. <laughs> just put it that way. I uh, did not put a damper on the evening celebrating that big victory over Oklahoma on the field. Michael, do you remember this game? Do you remember, were you there? Did you watch it? I don't think I was there for that game. I'm, and I, I don't have a good reason why you know what i think uh one of my friends was getting married that night and i remember watching it with my buddy as we were getting ready for the the wedding or it was in between like or it was between the wedding and the reception or something it was it, it was, was one late. of those things that's why i missed yeah. it uh november 17th 7 p.m. hosted number 3 oklahoma on abc texas tech ends up winning this game 34 27 um like i said it you you got off to a pretty hot start um, you had 13 set you, you were, let's see, you were up 27 to 10 at half. Um, you scored another touchdown on the third Oklahoma was able to score 14 points in the fourth held you scoreless in the fourth, got it within a touchdown, but dang, that was a lot of fun. It was, it was, uh, because we didn't really expect, you know, this was before people didn't have the game on their smartphones. That's for sure. In 07, mm-hmm. And so we were just kind of didn't know what to expect. Probably weren't expecting the best and we're fortunate to hear. I think the wedding was in meadow meta. Yeah. So we had a pretty good little drive down the Brownfield highway to get back. So we were listening to it on the way back and then uh, we stopped by my friend's apartment and got to watch part of it on the TV before we hit up the reception. And uh, yeah, it was just, we, we weren't really expecting the dub, but that was good. Uh, well, because you, you had just lost to Texas in Austin um, in a game where there was a combined 47 points scored in the fourth quarter. There was a lot of uh, back and forth. Texas Tech was able to figure out some some offense there. 
Uh, but you know, so was uh, Texas and um, oh, I'm blanking his name, McCoy and Shipley and and that crowd yeah. down there. It was also the one where Mike Leach got one of his uh biggest fines ever for mouthing off about the the referees. Made some kind of comment um saying it's it's a shame that an Austin referee is allowed to to call a game in Austin or something like that. Yeah, I do think he was he was dinged pretty heavily for that. Yeah. Well, at the time it was the largest fine in Big 12 history. $10,000 not much now, right? But um but it was uh it, as a result of 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 making a comment about officiating, which is right on my alley. <laughs> yeah, you support that. So if there was a GoFundMe back then, you would have you would have started it. I think that there was some kind of fundraising attempt. Michael, do you want to go with one of your games? You you want me to go through my three games first? I'll, I'll go through. All right. Let's let's go back and forth. So this one this one will be brief because, and I wanted to just get it out of the way because it's not going to surprise anyone. I was at the 08 game versus UT at the Jones. So there's yeah. that. I was not. Samantha was. Ah, so that, I, that was list. Uh, an unparalleled experience. I've never had a sporting experience like that. I've never had, you know, felt that kind of euphoria after being at a sporting, you know, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I got to see the Spurs win some championships and stuff, but that was always in my living room or at my friend's apartment or, you know, whatever. It wasn't the same as actually being there and kind of getting that same adrenaline rush and that same, uh, you know, jolt of just sheer happiness. Sure. So that's up there for me. I mean, that's obvious. Uh, you know, I, I try to downplay that game and, and try not to, <laughs> you know, I kind of have a love hate relationship with that game now. It's just been 13 of, years now, man. Let's get yeah, over it. I know because of, <laughs> it, it meant so much then. And then right. ultimately it didn't mean that much at all and whatnot, but it was still at the time. And at that moment, I can't remember feeling anything like that. Um, so that's why it made my list and I'm sure that surprises no one. And if you were there, it's probably on your list too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was a game I tried to get out to. I was, I was back at home working, getting ready for, um, my missionary service. Uh, but I was still home. So like I said, I was, I was able to watch the game, watch it by myself at my parents' house. <laughs> um, but I remember like, I basically had ESPN on and I was on that couch for like 16 hours. I watched all of um, college game, game day. day yep. because it was on campus. Uh, I loved Bob Knight's call. Deeply hope we oh, beat yeah. their ass tonight. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. So my second game, uh, super regional from 2019, very recent against Oklahoma state game three. Oh yes. So actually, uh, Lubbock had, what was it? The first day of summer was this week. Um, and very, very eerily had the very same kind of weather. Uh, this week that was at that game in 2019 where like the high was mid seventies. And it was like, this is the end of June. Like what the heck is going on? Um, but like strange weather, weird winds blowing in back and forth, lots of home runs. Obviously winner of this goes to college world series in Omaha uh, and it was against a co- um, a conference opponent. Mm-hmm. And of course, you all remember uh, Jace Young hit two home runs that day. One during the interview where they're doing. Wait, a, wait, who? Josh Young. Gosh, I knew I was going to do that. <laughs> Josh Young had two home runs. 
One was while they were interviewing the Oklahoma State head coach, which was that, that was fun. Uh, the other was the start to the the big inning in the eighth, uh, and then of course Kurt Wilson hitting his pop up. It's more than a pop fly. Anyways. Was that the was that the debut of Mister June? Probably had to be. That was that was really his coming out party. That and then of course the 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 legend um, was leading up to that super regional. He either texted in or submitted a question to uh, Tadlock's radio shows, like, "Hey, when are you going to let Kurt Wilson bat?" <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yes, and, and then the, he gets that was in the Rudy's barbecue show or whatever. Yeah, he gets in and blasts that three-run home run to basically seal it for Texas Tech. Um, small number in terms of fans there. I mean, it, it was capacity; it was you know forty-five or forty-seven hundred, so it wasn't like a huge thing, but that environment was just absolutely nuts. The back and forth between Texas tech and Oklahoma state fans, especially when Texas tech kind of co-opted the OSU cheer, the OSU cowboy <laughs> and that Texas tech turned back and they did their TTU, mm-hmm. uh, especially after that home run. It was a blast. Loved it. We'll always well, remember if, that. If, if you're ready, I've got number two queued up Let's for you. So my number two game, takes you back to the last time Tech defeated the Aggies in Lubbock back in 07, or what uh, many of the olds like me would remember is the Javorski Lane mm, I guarantee that. game. <laughs> I remember hearing about the, the guarantee. Oh, man. It was, it was a buzz around campus. People were just beside themselves that he would dare to guarantee a victory and um yeah it didn't work out uh tech ended up winning 35 to 7 and what was really cool i I pulled up this article from the daily torador about about the game uh just kind of looked into it aside from a rather pedestrian day from michael crabtree only eight receptions 170 yards (laughs) no touchdowns the first time the first game in his career he didn't have a touchdown and by his career they mean that year. So anyway, it was just, you know, a, a pretty cool day. But the thing I, I got the most out of the daily tour door was I don't remember this happening, but I was sitting in the South End zone like I was for the UT game that I mentioned earlier. And I, I didn't hear this, so who knows? Maybe it was behind the actual players, but apparently the, the student section started chanting Ruffin mm. of beloved Ruffin McNeil, who is uh, the he, at that time he was the interim defensive coordinator at Tech because they and, had fired uh, Setencich after the yeah, Oklahoma State game after Oklahoma State and so he was the interim defensive coordinator. Tech held the Aggies scoreless for the final three quarters of the game, so their only touchdown was in the first quarter. But this just this quote from McNeil just kind of makes you think. I wonder, like we've talked about before, what could have been had he perhaps been retained. But anyway, his quote was this, I love our kids, but you're chanting my name, a big old guy, an old school half bald guy who's got a five head. <laughs> it was nice. I love our fans, but I was going, y'all must be talking about another roughing, not me, an old married guy, married guy who's got kids and an old dog. What do they want me for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the ah, quote, I that guy. Um, he said, I guarantee we're going to win 2007. That's guaranteed. I promise you. That's what Javorski Lane said. He like tripled down on it. He did. And then, yeah, did not go well. The other thing I remember um, about this game was 
there was a student organization on campus that made Vicom t-shirts. Oh yes. That they, was this game, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, Ooh. I was, a, I was a student on campus. I was like, I want one of those shirts. Cause I was, I was immature and uh, I was all about that, but it was uh, basically a, a silhouette of starting quarterback, Michael Vick and Reveille, but he had like strung the dog up. Like he had hung the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Vickham. It was, it was very poor taste. Poor taste. Spencer 2007 definitely wanted one of those shirts. Did not get one. Um, but yeah. Yeah. One thing worth noting is after that game, Texas tech went on to only be A&M one more time. Well, that was so in 2008 at, though in, in college station was still correct. Correct. And then they lost the last three. And two of the last three were in Lubbock. So that kind of hurts. What yeah, hurts even more is at, after this, you know, those last three, before those last three games, which one was Leach, two were Tuberville. Before that last three games, Tech was behind in the series only by two games. So they could have so taken the lead. They could have taken the lead, but instead A&M is sitting 37 to 32 with a tie. So there's been exactly 70 games between these two, but we got to see the last win in Lubbock uh, against old Javorski guarantee. Yeah. All right. My last game, 2012, uh, it was my first year as a um, season ticket holder. I had just graduated or was going to graduate. Maybe it wasn't 2012. Maybe it was 2013. Anyways, you hosted TCU Thursday night at like six o'clock. I remember having to rush, rush, rush to get to the game on time. It was 13, 2013. Um, because I, I was not, I was not living in Lubbock that I graduated in 2012, December. Kingsbury then, was hired December, 2012. And then we moved 12, 12, 2012. We moved to Hobbs in May of 2013, but I had season tickets that year. Um, you hosted TCU, the big conference, uh, game. They were ranked, I think, no, they, they were, top 25 it didn't really matter you had um baker mayfield after his his big start against smu to start this start the year you know no walk on and started for a power five school before that mayfield does it against smu looks really good um tcu's coming into town with a much better defense uh does uh what what to say I think he led the offense to three points or 10. <laughs> it wasn't much. Well, it was a low scoring game. No, no, sure. It, <laughs> to, it, be, to, to be fair. I think, yeah, you won 20 to 10. Um, but Davis Webb came in. Uh, he threw a touchdown to Bradley Marquez. A dime. Yeah, it was so good. Uh, I remember, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Is it defensive end, defensive lineman Jackson? He got moved around a whole bunch under, uh, Le- not Leach, Kingsbury, undersized. Anyways, he he intercepted uh, Trevon Boykin screen pass, and it was like the 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 stadium went nuts. It was it was it was a blast. Anyways, Texas Tech wins this game. It was, uh, I guess, also well known for the first appearance of the fox that ran across the field. Mm-hmm. But just the environment in, in, in general, this is one this is the game I included because of the environment. It's a conference game at night. Um, it was wild for it being 
one of your first conference games versus TCU. This is your second game. It was a Thursday night game, too. It was Thursday night, um, 6 o'clock. So it wasn't like a late game, but that was a lot of fun back and forth. You started off your first drive. um, It was a touchdown. It was a swing pass to, to Kenny Williams that went up the sideline. As soon as Williams caught it, you could see on the broadcast Kingsbury was already celebrating because there was nobody out there to touch him. Like he, he was like holding his hands up. Um, that was the lone touchdown that Baker Mayfield led. Um, and it wasn't really his touchdown. It was Kenny Williams, but that's my three games, 2007 football versus Oklahoma, 2019 super regional game three versus Oklahoma state and 2013 football versus TCU. Speaking of TCU, this is my number three game. And it's not really an order. I mean, I guess UT would be one, but I enjoyed this game immensely. This back in 2004, this was my first semester at Texas Tech. This was my first game to attend as a student at Texas Tech. My first D1 college football game ever. Obviously my first one at Tech. Didn't really know what to expect. Uh, It was an 11.30 kick. The sun protector in me would have been ashamed and how little... Did you get burned? ...little I prepared. Oh, I got burned. I mean, very, very well. Well done, Red. So, yeah, 11.30 a.m. We got there early. We were down there with the students. I think all I had on was a cap and like a white t-shirt. Anyway, yeah. At least I had hair then, though. So that wasn't too bad. But the game itself was just the the perfect introductory to tech football with Mike Leach because the first quarter, let me read, let me read the drive summary of the first several drives. This is both teams. Tech punt, TCU punt, tech, turn it over on downs. <laughs> TCU punt, tech punt, TCU punt, tech interception. Then TCU scores. So after the first quarter, it was only seven to nothing. TCU was up. TCU went on to to score two more touchdowns before Tech scored. They had a 21-0 lead. It was 21-0. And then, of course, Tech came roaring back, scored 21 of their own in the second quarter. So it was tied going into halftime. So after TCU jumped out with a 27 or 21-0 lead, Tech actually went on to score 56 unanswered, <laughs> including 28 up. in the third, all led by... Uh, current offensive coordinator, Sonny Cumbie. And on top of that, Tech continued to pour it on, winning 70 to 35. This was just, I mean, this was my first experience in the student section. I didn't know any of the things. I was a transfer student. So I'd been at South Plains College for the last two years before. And I just kind of show up and I'm trying to learn the vulgar version of the fight song. And I'm even saying that wrong and making it somehow more vulgar, (laughs) which I don't think I even want to get into on the podcast, how I was saying it wrong. But my friend pointed it out to me finally, once he realized what I was doing and he was like, no, it's this. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) That's, that's actually not as bad as what I was saying somehow. So I was learning all that stuff on the fly. Uh, Just, a really great introduction to tech football in general of that time period. And, and just what was the kicker was this, this girl I went to high school with that, you know, I always kind of had a crush on off and on. 
and I'm sure probably everybody did it at our school. But anyway, she was dating a receiver on the TCU team and we all hated him. <laughs> and so we loved that they just got annihilated. They've got 70 poured on them. So that was just kind of a fun little aspect of it too. Anyway, TCU lost 70-35 in Lubbock in 04. And that was a fantastic experience, a, a baptism, if you will, of <laughs> tech football during that time. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've seen highlights of this game. It was a lot of, it looked like, like it was a lot of fun. The, the drive charts there show that Cody Hodges even got into the game and yep. the scoring drive there at the end. Um, but yeah, 70, I guess 63 points by our off current offensive coordinator, Sonny Cumbie. Yeah. You know, engineered a pretty nice little comeback down 21 <laughs> and then put up 56 straight. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. All right, guys. So you've already heard Spencer talk about it, but Spotify Green Room is going to be the place to be this fall for us. We will we will be on there. This is the live audio only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to me, Spencer, other sports fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post game breakdowns, which is what we'll probably use it the most for, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app as well. Spotify Greenroom is a free audio-only social media platform for sports fans. Start or join ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games, and you can talk with other sports fans like us or insiders. Eh, that's not really us. Athletes and executives in real time. All you need to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app. It's free in iOS or Android app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, join our group, and you can follow us to be notified when we go live, which like we said, will probably be this fall. We might even see if we can rope friend of the show, Rob bro into it. Um, so check us out. Yeah. Check us out on Spotify green room. I know we're just technically getting into summer, but guys, Kansas city state company wants to make this your best grilling season ever. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com. Get 15% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout from classic steak cuts to USDA prime to hard to find specialty cuts and more Kansas city steaks is everything you need to fire up the grill. These are steakhouse quality steaks aged to perfection. They make it so easy. Each order is flash frozen and delivered directly to you. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Enjoy their butter tender filet mignon, hearty Kansas city strip steaks and savory ribeyes. It's been a hard year, so enjoy being together again by bringing the steakhouse to your house with Kansas City Steaks. Go to KansasCitySteaks.com, get 15% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. That's KansasCitySteaks.com, promo code SD. All right, speaking of food, Michael, let's mm -hmm. wrap this up with a, uh, one of those start one, bench one, cut ones. And we're going to start with, we're, we're, we're going to do this every week uh, with a different food item or category. You need to pick one that you will obviously start. So your number one, bench one, maybe it's overrated, but you don't want it to go away. Cut one, you're fine to let it go. Okay. Oh man, this was, this was a tough one too. And I came you, up with them. So say, I, you, I have only myself to blame. You brought this one on yourself. Pizza, burgers, and tacos. Are you ready to Ooh. go? Cause I, I think I, 
No, I'm gonna go first. Go ahead. I am ready. I am ready. I I have thought this out. I have this stuff written out on a separate document, so you can't see it. (laughs) All right. We have not discussed this previously, but I will start. Start one. Oh, I'm waffling like right now. I was about to say it. I'm going back and forth. Pizza. We're going pizza. Start one pizza. Whoa, really? Yeah. Starting with pizza. Starting pizza. Here's the thing. It's one of those things. You could probably say it for my, my, my bench item too. One of those things that's so versatile. Um, it's kind of hard to mess up too. Now you can, like we had pizza for dinner on Sunday night. Uh, and it was actually not, not very good, but <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. But hold on, hold Why on. Why would you even mention that? <laughs> but what I'm saying though, uh, is that is the exception. Pizza's almost always good. It's also good as leftover. Um, these other two burgers and tacos don't really last. Um Oh, the leftover. That's a that's a great point. So I did not think consider leftovers. The other one that I want to go with uh as as my bench, it's gonna be burgers. Again, uh, pretty All versatile. Right. Like you, you, you can get a lot of different flavors and tastes there based on how you, how you build it, put it together. Some of your toppings or ingredients, um, tacos. Don't get me wrong. I like Mexican food. I like oh, tacos, yeah. but like I, it's one of those things I couldn't live without one of the other two tacos. They can go. I don't, I don't think you've, I don't think you've thought this through. Let me, let me tell you why. Cause I'll, I'll go through mine and I'll, I'll help help of course now the leftovers though that's a wrinkle i had not considered because if you get crispy pizza's shells really, pizza's the only one. Oh, well maybe okay let me let me get let me get through them because okay. I, I think i have an argument for leftover tacos in a way as long as they're deconstructed one piece <laughs> yeah if they're deconstructed tacos sure okay. sure start this is probably not, not going to be any surprise to you burgers man Oh no, I know where this is going and I'm I'm already heartbroken. I could eat I could eat a cheeseburger every day of my life. I don't think I would ever get tired of it. I could go anywhere and find one that I would like. I like the all American just lettuce, tomato, pickles, you know, the Texas version that's mustard. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> Whatever. All of it. I like the ones where oh, let's put an egg on it. Let's put avocado on it. Let's put pepper jack cheese and cilantro and i don't know let's let's use salmon let's use i don't care i like burgers i'm good with all of it bench all right here we go are you ready for this unfortunately i think a noise is going and i'm i'm not ready but go i i am i'm benching tacos tacos are tacos are staying tacos are staying in the mix because i had to factor in a few things spencer i had to factor in even though I do prefer a breakfast burrito, well documented on that. What would life be without breakfast tacos or brisket tacos? Because you, then you have so many options. What if you wanted to, uh, what do you call, is it still a taco if you put a, like a piece of sausage in a tortilla? I think that's kind of, could be a taco. It's a sandwich. <laughs> Well, see, I don't want to miss out on that. I don't know what it is. I wanted to make sure I caught it. And so a deconstructed taco, yeah, I'll grant you. A leftover burger, even deconstructed, is never quite as good because when you heat it up, it dries it out just a little bit. Yeah, it's weird. It just never quite works the same. Tacos, though, I mean, if you've got some... If you break it down. brisket in the fridge, if you've got some leftover fajita meat in the fridge... 
you throw that on, you, you heat up the tortilla separately, you throw it, I mean, you're good to go. But let's be honest, like how, how many tacos or burgers are going to be left over? That's fair. So there's a few. I mean, sometimes if you're making, if you've got a pretty small family, you may not eat like two pounds of hamburger meat in one sitting. So but if you bring in, if you're bringing leftovers home from a restaurant, like, and you get tacos, oh, no. those, those are going to be a mess. Yes. The next day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking in this, in this theory, unless you like bring leftover fajitas. So, Okay. I'm cutting pizza though, as, as those of you who could tell. Um, and what's crazy about it is I had pizza tonight, Spencer. Oh, and it was, it was fantastic. We I, went to Capitol pizza. Oh, we it's got, so good. I went, I went there for we, my birthday lunch a couple weeks ago. Oh, we got the white pizza, which is one of our favorites. And the, we've been dying to try this, the jalapeno popper pizza. Dude, it was so good. I had that when, <sighs> when I went, the, the goat cheese, eh. Not I thought my that was taste. wise though. That was a good way to kind of cut it a little bit and, and make it. I think that was better to do that than try to do cream cheese. Probably. I, I, I just didn't like the, I don't know, like the, the zip it had the little funk. <laughs> yeah, it did have some funk, but so, I really appreciated that they did fresh jalapenos on yeah. the pizza as opposed to the pickled. Yeah. So, so when I went there with my, my office for my birthday lunch, we, we, we ordered one of those for the table and then the Buffalo chicken. That was really good. Um, big fan oh. of capital. Yes. Capital's fantastic. So that said, not a small fact. I, I just want people to know that it's not like I don't like pizza. I really like it, but I just, I don't think I ever crave pizza quite as much as I crave a good bit of fill in the blank wrapped in a tortilla. Yeah. Or crunchy tacos, man. Just think about missing out on crunchy tacos for the rest of your life. So, so we went to, to Rosa's or like tonight. barbacoa and, you know, all, all these different, you know, carnitas. carnitas. Not just, you know, not just like straight up Tex-Mex tacos, like more south of the border stuff. That's just, oh, it's just so now, hard to resist. I can get down on some street tacos. Yes. But I'm kind of, yes, I'm kind of fading. Diced onion. No, I don't, I don't like raw onion, but I'm kind of fading on like just the plain crunchy taco. Like we, we have reserved Tuesday dinner for taco Tuesday. And it's not always like, we don't always go to Rosa's like actually the majority of the time we just make tacos here at the house. Sure. Um, but like tonight legit, I got there and I was like, I know we came for taco Tuesday. I don't want tacos. And I got tamales. Oh, tamale Tuesday tomorrow Tuesday kind of works, but start, you start a new thing that works out. Go against the grain. It just doesn't have the, the, the discount on it, but <laughs> no. <laughs> so that'll do it for us on the 23 personnel podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoy the new format. We will be releasing an episode like this going forward until football season returns in August for Michael. I'm Spencer. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast and sharing our fandom for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. You can connect with us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at PuntSuck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. And find even more great content over on stakingtheplanes.com. Help us out by rating the show and leaving a review on iTunes and subscribe on whatever channel you listen to podcasts. 
Remember to tell your friends about the show. The guys will be back next week with another episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.